the Uncommon Discourse Podcast, Season 1 Teaser, Words I'm Scared to Say. From time to time, I get emails about the columns I write. When they come from someone who actually knows me in real life, they'll often say they can hear me saying the words that I write. I used to reply that they should seek medical attention. But now I reply, thank you, that's so sweet, because I'm a dad and we're working on setting kindness examples, because kids see everything. But seriously, we haven't spoken to each other in over 15 years, but you still hear my voice in your head? Thanks, that's not weird at all. I'm flattered, not scared. I also do a ton of storytelling and public speaking. Several times this year, people have asked if there was somewhere they could go to hear more of my voice. Thanks to setting kindness examples, I will now respond, yes, there is. You can either download the first season of my podcast or check out the column I wrote about being scared to say the words separately. 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 I don't know. Anyways, I hope you enjoy the audio version of this column. If you like the format, please check out Season 1 of the Uncommon Discourse podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, most third-party apps are right here at UncommonDiscourse.com. Each episode is under 10 minutes long and features one of my favorite columns from the first 100 weeks. Nobody likes to feel stupid, so it is infuriating when our language trips us up. I'm not talking about autocorrect or remembering which two to use. I'm talking about blatantly butchering a word and being too stupid to know. This happens to me all the time, especially with food words. Genoa salami, quinoa, sherbet. For some reason, I add an extra R, making it Sherbert, as if it were a character in the comic strip Dilbert. I won't even try to recreate the way I pronounce Jenny's favorite brand of yogurt, spelled F-A-G-E, because the way I say it may be considered a hate crime in California. Because they make me so uncomfortable, None of these items exist to me when I'm inside a grocery store. I'd rather go without than risk the embarrassment of bumbling through my pronunciation again. I only order hard salami because I can't say genoa, and I sure as heck never even try for the prosciutto. Someone tried to correct me on mozzarella once, but I'm comfortable that showed more of a shortcoming on their behalf than mine. She sounded like a knockoff of Super Mario, and I switched my preference to Parmesan. It's just easier that way. Like an insecure teenager, I try to make jokes about it, but everyone sees through it. I went to a hoity-toity bakery in Mystic, Connecticut, and masked my terror at ordering a croissant 
by emphatically calling it a coiffon, like the pretentious hosts of America's test kitchen. It reminded me of the semester when I had a Spanish professor with a horrible lisp who tried to convince us he was using the Barcelona pronunciation. Si, senor, no me gusta porque tú sound ludicrous. It's particularly bad at a restaurant where you've got an ongoing relationship with the server. I never want the person handling my food to have a negative impression of me. And I certainly don't want them to think I'm dumb. I'm a big fan of Greek gyros, but someone I trust on such issues told me 20 years ago that they're properly pronounced gyros, even though I've never heard anyone say that with a straight face. But it still gets into my head every time I try to order one, so that I just end up pointing to the menu where it says gyro platter and saying, I'll have the platter. There is one waiter who calls me on this at a diner that Jenny and I frequent. So when he's our server, I pronounce it cheeseburger. Who needs all that drama? I struggle with names, too. I had a boss who was a Tara and a former co-worker who was a Tara, and they both were adamant that you pronounce their name correctly. But I can never remember which was which, even though I worked with them a decade apart. All I could remember is that they really cared, so I hesitated when referring to them by name every single time. I just led with direct eye contact and started talking. They never noticed. Duplicate word uses are a problem for me. We've all shared a laugh when someone says, do, do, because it sounds like poo. I try not to say it, but I do do it fairly often. More often, I struggle with had, had, and that, that. So often that that is something I hardly even notice anymore. Hooked on phonics worked for me, but only through the basic levels. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe at UncommonDiscourse.com for new columns every Sunday at 7.56 p.m. in honor of Andy Rooney. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for use of the song Fluffing Duck. See the joy around you and come back soon.